Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Aaron, what's up? At the beginning of your podcast music, every single time, I feel like I want to freestyle, and then I remember <laughs> one important thing. That you can't dance? No, I can dance. <laughs> I can't freestyle rap. Oh, 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 I got you. I didn't know I didn't know what you were going with. Freestyle no, dancing no, or rap? No, I, I freestyle rapped. Rapped? Is that a word? <laughs> no. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you don't know... <laughs> We are very white. <laughs> so true. So I did that once in my life, and it involved a bottle of Hennessy. Woo! Yeah. As most should. Yeah. It, it was in the barracks on a Friday night. Wow. Late. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> so so no more. No more. Welcome back, man. Thank you. It's, it's been, been a bit. Yeah. Been a, it's been a bit. Yeah. Happy to have you. Have I been here this year? No. Have you been here? Yes. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> but the year just started. It's only February. Guess, it's only February. Well, I just recorded a podcast for work last night. <laughs> it's my first one of the year. And I haven't, rep- I, I think I told you, I haven't recorded anything for like over a month. And it's been killing me. What are you slacking for? <laughs> I've been trying to like plan what? the year and work. I am planning. A, yeah. What's that? I. You know, we might even talk about it today. Yeah, I think we might. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we this is so I've been wanting to do this one with you. We did this one. Uh, what I don't remember, like sometime last year, uh-huh. and I screwed up the card. Mm. I left it in my pants pocket and I washed it in the mm. washing machine. I am. It did. You shouldn't do that to those little SD cards. No, FYI. I, you think you could, but you can't. Right. So um, so so last podcast we did. You told me about the one that you rolled over. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah, and then this podcast, I'm finding out. <laughs> so <laughs> this um, this mixing board that I've got here, uh-huh, I beautiful. don't I don't take the card out. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> good. There's, you know, dummy proof it. <laughs> I'm gonna try. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So this is um. This is uh, I don't remember an Instagram post or something from uh, Echelon Front, which is Jocko's company one of his companies mm-hmm. where they go in and they uh do coaching for business leaders and stuff like that right. so laws of combat mindset for victory so he's, he uses the laws of combat juxtaposes them it's a fancy word mm-hmm. um against this idea of the things that he kind of preaches um mindset for victory you are in a new position correct yes. correct uh sort of a leadership role yes and uh, i'm sure you're thinking about a lot of this stuff yeah i'm i'm actively hiring right now and i've been interviewing and how's that you know when i was rereading through um some of these points i it really reminded me of 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 what i've been saying to the applicants as we've been talking through things and because they've had some really good questions um, probably, uh, I can't even remember the last time that I hired anybody, honestly. Um, but 
it it's very interesting, especially since we're hiring a, a fairly mid to high level person, um, the types of questions that you get mm-hmm. further in your career as you are hiring. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so yeah, it, it, a lot of these that we're going to talk through that, that they've come to the forefront. Um, and I've had to, you know, at first deal with them on the fly because, yeah. because I went into a lot of these interviews going, Oh, I'm going to be interviewing them. Oh yeah, and the cool thing going. about some of them were it, it felt like they were interviewing me. Um, well, I mean, if they're, I mean, that was helpful because if they're pros. Well, those are the people that you want to think about hiring. You think, yeah, as opposed, <laughs> well, <laughs> don't, don't know, I haven't, I haven't hired them yet. So um, yeah, um, somebody's listening. It's like I got the job. <laughs> That's how popular this podcast exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of crossover between, you know, this and in real life and, and open source and financial services. I can tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's um, let's dig in laws of combat. It's like a cool way to look at it. Um, not that any of us are like combat veterans necessarily or anything. I don't know. Are you legally? I am. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. And I can't talk uh, about the things cool. that I did or did not do. No, no. Why not? There's a 25 year moratorium. Really? Yeah. That's what I tell people. (laughs) (laughs) I did some cool things in the military. I did some dumb things in the military. And um, uh, I think it's the dumb things that I want to cover the most. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Cover and move. Simple. Prioritize and execute. Decentralized command. You know. You listen to Jocko talk about this. He's, he is literally talking about it from the military, like Navy SEAL perspective. Right. But I think if we break this thing down, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be useful. So uh, laws of combat, cover and move, right? So teamwork, no silos. If your teal, team fails, everyone fails. Mm-hmm. So what up? <laughs> like, I mean, wh- how do you interpret that? Okay, so... In terms of your job, whatever. uh, Yeah, yeah, but, you know, think of it from a military perspective. Um, You know, first of all, if, let's say that, you know, contact happens and, um, and, and, you know, you've got a three- or six-person team, um, then, you know, the whole point of cover and move is um, while somebody pushes forward, mm-hmm. then everybody else has their back. Or, you know, maybe five people push forward and one person has right. their back and, Vice versa. and, yeah. and laying um, cover fire, basically. And then you continue to progress that way because at no time should the bad people be shooting at you or shooting at your fellow people um, because there's always somebody covering your back mm-hmm. and making sure that, um, you know, Right. I think in a movie sense, you know, they're peeking around the corner trying to fire at you. Um, they're always around that corner hiding because there's always somebody that's that's laying suppressive cover fire and everybody continues to move up, right? Right. In a business sense, um, it's not as dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> God, you hope not. Um, no, I mean, it's not as life and death. Right. But let me ask you this. I mean, it, you know, from a business sense, we say teamwork, like, no shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, 
right? But the, the thing is, like, how many places have you worked where, you know, there's teamwork, but it's not real. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't really leave the at the end of the day feeling like the other people have your back for real. Correct. Um, that is many places. And yeah. And, and, and not just, you know, where I've We're, worked, you've worked. I mean, it, it's, you know, everybody deals with that and they can, they yeah. can tra- that's why people move. That is you why. Hope. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's a, um, I feel that teamwork is said from an HR perspective of, you know, yay, let's have teamwork. And it's it's not really, it's preached, but it's not right. um, done. It's not really practiced. No, it's not. So how do, how do you as a leader, how do you instill that sense that everyone from the bottom up, should, we should really be on the same team? Like, how do you, how would you think or how do you approach that? My intern fucked up two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it was on social media. Um, it was something that went out. And I I didn't cover for him as much as when my boss, my new boss, um, was asking about it. You know, it was, for me, it was never a, like, oh, well, the intern did this. Right. No matter what level they are. Right. Um, it was, you know, listen this thing happened, right? And was it such a big deal that you know the world ended? First of all, um, and then second, you know, like we just took it as a, you know, we took care of it, mm-hmm. and then we moved on, right? And so, you know, and and um, my intern, you know, texted me later, and he's like, "I was sweating bullets," I'm, <laughs> you know, and and and, and you know, he thought my internship was over. Well, yeah, well, he felt bad about it. Um, you know, and, and and the point wasn't to feel bad. It was just yeah, like, it's to fix the issue. How do we fix the issue? Yeah. Um, so, but as a leader, you know, my whole thing was, um, even though I feel like I just threw him under the bus now on this very popular podcast, you kind of did, yeah. Um, and you guys, um, he's actually been on this podcast. Hasn't well, he? he sat in the corner. Yeah, he sat in the corner. That's right. We did refer to him once or twice. Um, but but that may or may not have been the podcast I destroyed. I don't remember. I don't think it was. <laughs> I guess we'll find out someday. Um, anyway, so so the point of it as a leader was like, you know, that was his, what is it? It was his responsibility, but I was accountable. Yeah, exactly. And and so, you know, like I should have, I should have followed up better with him. That, and, and we took it as a learning experience. But, but the thing is, is that, um, you know, on a normal basis with my small team that, you know, we look at it as, um, we cover each other for sure. Yeah. Um, so that they, so everybody else can progress, but you know, cover cover is, is a different or a different thing in different situations. In that one, it was a, you know, like acknowledgement of a problem and then figure out how to fix it and learn from it and not do yeah. it again. Um, with, with other things, it might be, you know, not, not a problem, but, but maybe something, you know, growth. Um, I have team members now that, uh, you know, are very shy hmm. and, and so I've pushed them and told them that I was going to push them to do things that were out of their comfort zone because I look at it as something that 
first helps the entire organization. Right. But second, you know, I would think that would help them as a person grow. And so, you know, like a couple of them, I've had them interview other people on our podcast. Um, you know, something definitely not comfortable doing. And you know what? They did a pretty, they did a pretty good job. Good job. That's awesome. Yeah. And so when it came again to planning for this year, um, you know, I, I said to one of them, I was like, hey, you know, now that you're in charge of this, um, I think that this is a good time for us to actually do a couple of podcasts and some articles and things mm-hmm. around, you know, this particular thing, um, you know, and then, you know what, there was zero hesitation of, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Before that, did not, you know, yeah. did not, yeah. like, I don't know, this is, you yeah. know, not a good thing. Da, da, da. Definitely not my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, and probably still not that person's comfort zone. However, there was little hesitation now because I feel like that person actually grew a little bit by doing it a couple of times and knowing that, you know, like, I mean, as, as, as we've seen, you know, you can screw this up and redo it if you need to. Yeah. It's not live. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Ish. Uh, ish. Um, so, so yeah. So I think cover and move, move should be progressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but cover can come in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but it is all about having your teams back and not just, you know, putting words to it, but putting yeah. actions behind it. And it goes from the top down. Yeah. It's not a bottom-up sort of a thing. No, and, and, you know, from my boss, I, you know, I have the same type of cover. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, we play b- good cop and bad cop sometimes. Um, well, that's part of the but, psychology of management. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that is another cover and move thing, too. It is. Um, it is. Uh, we play good cop and bad cop when it comes to, you know, working outside of our organization um, right. because we have each other's back. Uh, when there are things that I mess up then or I, you know, say or say or do or, or plan something and, you know, and that boss has a question about it, like as long as I explain what I'm doing, always has my back. That's awesome. Yeah. So, it, it, but I, but going back to your first question, like does this really happen? Mm-hmm. In other organizations, I'm so sure. Like fifty percent of the time, probably. Yeah, from my experience, if it doesn't happen in the military, somebody dies. Right. You know, especially yeah, <laughs> combat. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Um, right. So you know, yeah. Take take that into your your daily life and and how you treat how you treat your other peers, employees, leaders, yeah. and you know, if they're good people, then they should do the same for you. All right. Simple. Simplify the mission. Keep communication simple, clear, and concise. That is very hard to do. It's an art form. I like to think of um, like the concept of minimalism mm-hmm. in terms of planning, like projects of business or, or planning the next thing. Yeah. Um, it's very hard to do. It's yeah. very hard to be uh, simple and minimal. And people think it's, I've talked to a lot of people and people think it's easy. Because it's like, it's just less, right? Nope. Getting to less is very hard, right? And, and doing less at 100% yeah. and absolutely correctly is elegant. Yep. Right? And that's why, like, minimalism is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's elegant and you're like, whoa, you know. Yeah. It's so obvious, but, like, it's really hard to get there. Communication in the, the same uh the same thought, I think communication is uh, 
underdeveloped art form from a top-down standpoint. Would you agree or disagree? Oh, of course I'd agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, and when I say that, I mean, like, working on your ability to communicate properly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a lot of times, you know, you'll you'll send something out, you make a plan, and after the fact or whatever, during the project, you'll realize people didn't understand what I was trying to get across. Mm-hmm. Like, But how often do you, like, take that lesson and then go back? Like, next time, I will do it this way. You yeah. know what I mean? This is this is probably out of all of these points. This is my this oh is, dude. This is the hardest thing for me to do. Me too. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but I like to talk. <laughs> um, mm. Let's keep going. But I, something along those lines too. Okay. Um, but I also I feel that I overexplain sometimes. Um, my wife feels that I overexplain sometimes, yeah. and not a mansplain, but just more. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Um, do you do you repeat the explanation cycle, or is it that your explanation is detailed and extended? Both. Because yeah, okay. So 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 <laughs> it. I, I feel like I I start with it's detailed and extended. Yeah. But because it's detailed and you extended, just do it over and over. Well, no, that I that I that I feel like maybe. The point got lost of what I was trying right, to say right. from the beginning, so I repeat it, and that is like, that is my problem. So, uh, my, my one of my business partners, Greg, he um, I call him out because he don't listen to the show, so whatever. But hey, Greg, <laughs> um, he and I, well, he and I talk about communication a lot, and mm-hmm. he tends to do that too. He he will over communicate. Yeah, in one of the one of the. Is it a symptom? <laughs> I don't know. One of the fallout, maybe, of of that, particularly in, let's say, email. Yeah. Is that, well, I, I just won't read it. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, if I open an email, I think most people are like this. If you open an email and it's like Words. 18 paragraphs and bullet yeah. points, you're just like, I'll read that shit later. And then, like. You don't. You No. <laughs> Why would you? Because you're like, well, they'll come tell me this shit in a little while. <laughs> You can over communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it's part of that like need to simplify, right? Yeah. This well, need to get to minimalism. Well, okay. So let's take it back to the military side of it first and then maybe you can go forward from it. The simplifying the mission and simple, clear, concise. You always Try to plan contingencies um, for things that mm-hmm. that may or may not happen. Right, right? you always right. want to have that plan in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. However, what you communicate, you know, when you're going into a mission, should be like this is the straightforward thing that we're doing. Um, and, and, and right, and you know, actually, I was I'm watching a movie on Netflix. Um, it's about somebody that it's uh, Army of Thieves, okay, and it's supposed to be the prequel, to yeah, to the Army, Army of, of the Zombies Dead. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, it, as I was watching it, there was there was a point to where like they're going to rob a bank. Spoiler. Um. They are the safe, whole, they're safe crackers. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um. But they're going to rob a bank, and they're going to rob the first one, and and they're like, you know, it's kind of kitschy. So so they're like. 
hey, you know, this is the point where normally in a movie that somebody would like start to explain the plan and tell you the idealistic way that everything happened, Mm. Um, you know, and then they go execute it. And then by the, you know, with this one, by the time they get done explaining the plan, you know, then the guy's like, well, well, how will that ever work? And then, you know, they're like, it already worked. (laughs) We actually did it. We did it exactly as planned. You are here with the money, you know. So um, what was the point of that? Um, That they tried to make it as simple as possible to the person they were explaining it to. Right. Um, And that there were no deviations that they really talked about. Um, So, so. But but that's what I'm saying that you always have your contingency plans, you always right. have your bug out plans. Right. Um, but you you don't necessarily communicate that to the entire team yet. It's it's not even a need to know. It's right. just like right. Right. trust me, we plan for it. Um, but you know, but here's the plan that we're going to work on. There's and, a lot there. Yeah, you could probably do a whole episode on that. Yeah, what happens? You know first sign of contact, you know, yeah, the what, entire plan breaks down. Yeah, and the, the, it goes into, like, how practiced are you? Yeah. How many uh, actual systems do you have developed? Like, from a business standpoint, too, how trained are your people on those systems? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot there in terms of um, the ability to be simple. Yeah. And I think that's where the elegance comes in because if you have those things, like, from a business standpoint, like, you're, you've got these people doing podcasts or whatever Mm -hmm. you know do you have it written down you know the process or the way the episode should be structured you know all that stuff i'm not saying you have to i'm just saying like using it as an example so that they can know that yeah so therefore you can say go record a podcast this type of episode that's a lot simpler than hey we need to do a podcast go find this person make sure you do this here's where the intro is yeah Here's where we put it when it's like, like there's all those pieces, parts to it. Um, and I think that's probably where a lot of things get off track because, you know, yeah, you know, it, it, it is what your business is. Yeah. You know, making sure that plan, you know, you look at a project plan, like we built websites here. This website's going to launch on May 6th. Right. There's a lot. To just launching a website, yes, right? There is. And if you have multiple people working mm-hmm. and they don't know what to expect, you're going to have to over communicate every step of the way. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, but but that initial plan that a project manager, you know, normally works up mm-hmm. is it might be detailed, but it's simple. There there mm-hmm. you can be detailed. It should be. And simple at the same time. You can. And think about that like and and it takes a lot of editing to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's why, you know, one of the most powerful companies in the world is Apple. Apple was built on simplicity, yeah. not in the design and engineering and execution of what they do, but in the end product. Right. And so, you know, in it, I mean, it's, it's always been, and think about it, you know, anytime you've, I don't know, had to, give a speech, give a talk, things like that, that, you know, I've winged it before. Mm-hmm. Man, hard to do. Hard to do. <laughs> um, but but what I have always found, and I think most speakers find, is, is that they go and they say, okay, here's what I would say. And then they go and edit that down. Yeah. 
and they bring it down to, okay, here are the salient points of what I'd say, and here's how I can expand on it. Again, detailed but simple. Yeah. And then you edit it down again. You know, um, I hate editing, honestly. So that, that It's hard to do. So yeah. that is why this is one of my hardest things to yeah. do. Um, but I, I do find myself, like, I write emails, and then I delete them, and mm-hmm. then I go, here are the three things I need you to do. Yep, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, what was, you had something about when I said that I talk a lot. <sighs> no, it was over-communication. Oh, over-communication, yeah. yeah. Okay. That you can over-communicate. Right. You can go too far. Yes. To where people just ignore it because of the volume. Yeah. So it's, you know, what does it say? Tone, pace, and volume? Like, yep. Those three things are important when you're explaining things to people. All right. Prioritize and execute. Detach, relax, look around, and make the call. <laughs> From a leadership perspective. Yep. Um, that's important. I think people uh, respond to someone who is willing to make the call. Yep. They will follow someone who's willing to take the liability on for making a call. Yeah. Right or wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But that that first one kind of plays into this is that <clears throat> I think they will follow you as long as they trust that you're not going to, you know, let the turds roll downhill. Right. And and throw them under the bus. Yeah. Um yeah. How many bosses have you had <laughs> that like you know, it's like always somebody else's fault. Yeah. Well, <laughs> or Oh, or I'm, I'm peers, still, colleagues, whatever, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think whatever. I, I'm still not allowed to talk about <laughs> that right now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I've, I can think of one in particular Yeah, that I was just like, wow, you, I mean, you know, throw me under the bus. Uh, well, I, I should have seen it. it I should have seen it that it was. Sorry for the long pause. I just had to collect my thoughts. It's traumatic. Yeah, it was um, a little bit. Um, <laughs> that particular person, I kept seeing it as that person would blame not getting things done on things that were outside of the organization. Mm-hmm. And then it started to be a little closer to the organization. Yeah. And then it was, you know, like always something. Yeah. You know, and then it was finally like, Oh, it's your fault. <laughs> I was like, oh, Wait, what? you know, I, I, I should have really seen this coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and and it was a a finite thing that, like, the the other side of it was, you know, like there were plenty of people involved that actually knew that it wasn't me. Yeah, it was this person, and so it so yeah, and <laughs> but but throwing somebody under the bus and then doing it. Yeah. So that everybody sees that, and then everybody's going, "Wait a minute, you know, no, you know." So, so yeah, that that type of person you should not ever follow. Um, and if you're in that type of situation, get out. Yeah. Or I kind of feel like there should be more uh, repercussions on the team for somebody who does that. Yeah. Like you should be, like, if you're, if I mean, I'm gonna say. Oh, sorry. Throw someone under the bus. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to do that, you need to have, you need to be ready. Yeah, but what if that person is the leader? Well, that's a bad juju. Exactly. That's a, I mean, that's a bad situation. And that's, I think that's a lot of why you see people leaving their damn jobs right now. Yeah. Because of that very, very reason. Yeah. There are so many assholes in the world. I'll tell you, we've had, um, 
I've had discussions on another another I'm gonna say channel, another brand or whatever, the mm-hmm. bureau. Um mm. and you know, there are a lot of that's made up of nothing but business owners. Sure. You know, we do coaching and stuff in there. And there's a whole channel uh that's just for managing your employees under the umbrella of COVID. Mm. There's a whole channel for that. Yeah. And there are so many people that want to I promise this gets to a point with uh, prioritize and execute. Yeah. It's kind of um, the detachment part too. Um, there are so many people that want, they obsess over, I mean like obsess over writing rules and regulations mm-hmm. and checklists for what to do's and all this stuff. And they want to put it out and put it in a document and have people sign it yeah. and hold them responsible for it. When, <clears throat> and then, I noticed the same people a couple of months later will be in the other channel, the owner venting channel Mm. talking about their employees are leaving. They lost three employees this month. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's like the canary in the coal mine for me, the COVID thing. But when it all comes down to like, well, how much did you lead? Like, what was your leadership? Like, was your leadership? Like I made this document, they signed it and that's it. Mm -hmm. And then, Follow the rules. Like, is that your leadership? Because, you know, I find like COVID in particular, it's something that you really need to honestly take on a case-by-case basis. Mm-hmm. And you need to be a leader. You need to be willing to accept some responsibility from the top down on how that gets handled interpersonally between people. Right. You know, letting people work from home. Like, there's so many details there. But like, you can't, you just can't like, rule create rules your way out of the situations right you know what i mean yeah i if you and especially now you know like you know we're a little bit older than a lot of the people that are in the workforce right now um but i would say that you know so it is a different time you are dealing with different types of people yes um yes. and 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 if everything is top down heavy and heavy handed then you're going to have problems and you're going to have people leave um and you know we were just looking at somebody's resume the other day and somebody noted that this particular person um i was like you know looks really good for what I need. Mm -hmm. And then they mentioned, well, this person looks like, you know, they've jumped around like every two years to a job. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I mean, how it is that the, that's almost the expectation now. Um, so, so you're, you're dealing with something, um, slightly, you know, different now, but, but I've always felt that you, you work with like if somebody is is talented enough for you to hire them, mm-hmm. and they continue to do a ju- good job. If they need to work in like from home, if they need to work different hours, if they need to you know do things differently than you would have them do, um, then you know if they're productive that way and get shit done, yeah. You know, then why would you hamper that? I don't and understand why, that. And so, so I, I mean, like, what you're basically saying, I'm assuming, is that in one chat you have this going on, and in the next chat you can see the correlation. Yeah. Oh, of, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's obvious. Like, 
you know, do you see what? Yeah. So as a, do you as see a, what you did? Well, as a coach, we're like, this is deeper than your worry about COVID. Right. You're just using that as the thing that you can notice. Yeah. You need to take a deeper look. Yeah. And I know it doesn't help you deal with COVID, <laughs> but like, there's there's deeper things going on here because yeah. it, I immediately think, what are all the other rules that you have? Yeah. You know, you have an employment contract that's like 18 pages. Like, what the hell's that? Right. You know what I mean? Um, you're just hiding behind rules. I think a lot of people want to do that. You know, I don't have fucking time. I, I mean, like a, a lot of these points again, and thinking about the interviews I've done, like I've, I've actually said, I don't have time to deal with that. No. So, you know, like I mean, you shouldn't. Yeah. You and know, that means you don't have a lot going on. No, no, and 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 you know, like um, maybe it's for a different one, but I remember um, an applicant asking me, um, you know. Are you a micromanager? Mm. And I said, I don't have time to micromanage. Well, I'm too busy to micromanage you yeah. or anybody else. Like, um, and, and I guess when we get to decentralized command, this is where I was thinking about. Yeah, that's that. a good segue. But yeah, but how do you answer that honestly? <laughs> I I literally said, yeah, but like, if you're a micromanager, you're not gonna. You probably don't know you're a micromanager. True. <laughs> no, True. Like, no, no, no. Well, like, of course not. Yeah. Do these five things. I will watch you while you do it. Yeah. I mean that, you know. No, I I um I'm pretty sure I'm not. Um I the Aaron I know is not. No. <laughs> but again, it goes back to like, you know, first of all, I'm I I value my freedom. Um yeah. in every in every aspect of that yeah. that word. Um and and but but you know, too, like I just I, I literally said I don't have time to be a micromanager. I've got too much stuff to do. Yeah. And yeah. I want to make sure that you're, you know, like if you don't do it, yeah. That's where I have an issue. But if you do it a different way than I would do it. And and actually I was I was training right. somebody um I kind of hope you do. Yeah, exactly. Cuz I'd like to learn some new shit. I was training somebody um the other day that we hired as a contractor and um and this was something, you know, very tactical is we use HubSpot and and this person hasn't used HubSpot before, so so I was like, okay, let's do a screen share, and yeah, yeah. and you know, but I mean, that person's <clears throat> also done a lot of you know work like mm-hmm, this, so mm-hmm. it was just a new system, and so the person was you know putting um you know putting things in, and there's something glitchy in the CSS for our HubSpot, and I was like, yeah, you've got to go back and like change the color you know because we use this color for some reason it doesn't work i have not had the time to go back and fix it um and so like copying or um you know did everything and and i was like no and i was about to say no 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 you just need to do this on it in Mm -hmm. order to do it but you know the person said to me hold on a second and you know did it a different way than i normally do it i was like whoa Awesome. It works. Good. Bye. I, so I found myself doing it last night. I was like, that seems yeah. to work even better than what I'm doing. That's how you, know? you learn. Right, right, exactly. But but it was a, um, that was where I was like, I felt like I was about to micromanage for a good reason. Like, hey, I'm training you. Yeah, yeah. But, but then it was like, you know what? Just, you know, like nothing's going to. Nothing's yeah. going to break. Right. Nothing's, you know, nobody's going to die from from this it's blog a website, post. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, you know, great. And, you know, I learned something new from it. So, cool. 
you know, so no, I'm not a micromanager, but also no, like I don't have time. I don't have time for this shit. Right, which leads into number four, decentralized command. Everyone leads, everyone follows. The team understands what to do and why they're doing it. Don't wait for orders, lead, execute. Yep. Boom. Yeah. (laughs) He loves, if you listen to Jocko, this probably sounds like a Jocko podcast. This is not the intent, but um, I love his book and I love his points. Yeah. Which is why we're bringing it up. But, But that's it, right? So... Let's talk about that scenario. Yeah. The mission is get the damn blog post live. Right. <laughs> yes. The mission is not how you get the blog post live. Nope. Nope. <laughs> the mission isn't let me watch you while you get the blog post live. Right. <laughs> like the mission is get the damn blog post posted. Right. So we can do the other things that come after it. Exactly. Um, yeah. No. It, it, and, it's, and it's. And you've trained this person now. Yeah. To use their own judgment. The next time there's one that has to go. Yeah. <laughs> my my biggest my biggest thing that I want to impart to that person was like, you know, this thing is fucked up. Yeah. And, you know, it's ultimately it's my fault that it's fucked up, but you have to deal with it right mm-hmm. now. And so, you know, but I want to make you aware because otherwise you're gonna, you know, hit your head against the wall going, you know, why does this not work? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I can tell you how it might work but then when you figure out your own way of of doing it faster i'm Hell yeah i'm hands off yeah you know and 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 for especially you know the difference in hiring a contractor and more of a, a fte um full-time employee um well yeah your investment in Communication and training is different. True, and, and but you also should expect that the contractor is coming in with a set of skills well, yeah. that you know that you can use quickly. You're right. They should be ready. <laughs> yeah, your contractor should be ready to go. Yeah, um, like, but out of the box, they right. should probably have more skill than you. Yes. Yes. Ex- exactly. <laughs> I um, mean, in theory. Yes. Um, and, and and that's um, hold on. Let me, let me see if it comes back to. I think yeah, I'll come back to it with that one. But um. Yeah, no, you, you you want to make sure that people, they should have the tools to make their own decisions. Yeah. Because, and maybe, you know, again, in the military, maybe that's scenario planning. Um, maybe, you know, it, it's it's drilling. You know, yeah. I mean, I felt like all I ever did in the military was go and do the same things over and over with slightly different variations. Yeah. But there's a reason you do that. Because, you know, like, when I take that to a work sense... The the blog post that took us ten minutes to go through, you know, with a new person who had never used the system before, which I thought was good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me takes three, um, three to five. So um, anyway, it, it, it's um, listen no, and it, it's it's because I've drilled because I've I've done it so right. many times. Um, you know, so so. My hope is that with my employees that, yeah, we do drill on certain things. And, and also, you know, I've tried to set up the strategy for this year to where it's – we there's there are no questions, but there are. There are – there's there's a strategy. There's a, a um, you know, here's the operational view and how we plan on doing things on a um, quarterly, monthly, weekly, daily basis. Um, right, and that plan is there, 
And then the execution is up to the people that are part of the teams that are that That's are right. doing those individual things. Did you and listen to a Jocko show before you came on here? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, you're in the military. No, I, I was, forgot. <laughs> um, I was listening to MuggleCast with my daughter. Hey. <laughs> That's right. And this is one of the – I actually have a – I need to get this posted for the gym, but um, I have a sheet that I've made that, and I kind of add to over the years, and it's pretty – Complete, because, you know, I'm a complete awesome person now. Yeah, sure. Um, that was sarcasm. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> there's all these little little sayings and things that people have taught me. And one that really sticks with me from a, a business standpoint, and even, yeah, you know, even a, just a being friends with people too, but it's ready to lead, ready to follow. Mm-hmm. And Mark Devine taught me that. Um and I really wish more people would take that mindset. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, and it, it's hard. It's difficult to keep yourself there because it takes a dose of humility. Yeah. But if you have that ready to lead, ready to follow mindset constantly, is that you're, I mean, you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, let's, let's make it happen. Uh, you need me to step up? You need me to kind of take control of the situation? Sure, cool. But if someone else has a vision, and they're in control, can you honestly just, like, follow in with the same, you know, the same level of attention, the same level of quality, and the same level of excitement behind someone and get it done, you know? Right. That's hard to do. Yeah. Um, but it's so valuable to be able to sort of go between the two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and I can't, like, there's a lot of times where, let me use a scenario where I'm coaching so I'll, I'll be on the floor coaching, and one of the athletes is able to do a movement like better than me, mm-hmm. and very well. Yeah, and they will give a person next to them tips, essentially coaching them. Yeah, my urge deep down is to be like, "Shut up!" Like this is my job. Right. But they're they're better than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, I think early on in a coach's career or whatever other scenarios run through your head you're worried about like, am I losing respect? Am I losing face by letting this person do that? Um, I think most of the time, nine times out of 10, those people will respect you a little bit more mm-hmm. because you're confident enough. <laughs> you're not worried about being displaced by some person. Right. Like, like this person's not going to take over the gym. What the fuck is brain, my brain doing? <laughs> you know, and to fight that back, and I, I think it actually makes you have a stronger position yeah. as as things go, you know? Yeah. Um, do, you, do you think... But if, it's, it's hard. It's hard to... If, I have one thing on that, but what really made me think of this is... is you think if your sensei had that type of thought and feeling um, in him, and then his sensei had that type of thought and feeling in him that that they did not suppress... They would never have any black belts. No, and never would. And they would because as a black belt, what you can technically go on, and I mean, if if you follow it legally, you Mm -hmm. can go and make your own dojo. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, sure. Um, But if you if you're doing things the right way, then that is the natural progression of things. Sure. And so, as you know, I'm sure that as a white belt, you're learning. You should be learning all the way through black belt and beyond, right? But yes. (laughs) But as you start to pick up things, then I'm sure that. You know, as you're training with somebody, 
you would be teaching them. They would be teaching you. It wouldn't all be from one single source. That's right. And, you know, if your sensei and their sensei and their sensei and their sensei did not work in that aspect and suppress the need to always say it's my way or the highway, then you would not be like Mel. You would not be training people. You'd probably quit. And But the <laughs> thing is is, is is that he would have no students. Mm-mm. Or he'd have a bunch of robots. Mm, yeah. I mean, you know. Cobra Kai. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's literally it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. As a sensei, you, you start to understand that there's value, that you gained value in teaching people. Mm-hmm. Right? You know that. Like, you really want to you really want to test and see if you know your shit? Yeah. Go teach someone how to do it. Right. Whatever it is. Which, that you like, don't know things. Shit, I don't yeah. know any of this shit. I need to go work on my skills. Yeah. You do realize how much you've gained from teaching others. And, you you know, that's part of the journey. Yeah. So, you know, any good coach, any good martial art, that should be baked in, I think. Yeah. Probably in the military, too. Yeah. Any good team, that's probably baked in. Yeah. Well, um, because, like, somebody... Business, I mean, too. Well, in the military, you know, I'm thinking specifically in the infantry still, um, you know, <laughs> you might have a leader that dies. Right. And then... And the next in line has to pick it up. Right. Yeah. And... Yeah, yeah. Next continue man, with next the mission. Up. Yeah. They need to understand the mission. They need to pick it up. They need to be able to lead. Right. And they need to have the respect so everyone follows them. Right. Because we've all seen where that doesn't work. I've seen that movie. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a good movie. Yeah, exactly. Everybody dies. (laughs) Um, Um, Well, so what do we want to do? We're we're at 45 minutes. Um, Do we want to do a part two? Yeah, let's do it. Take a break, come back from Mindset Victory. Sounds good. Do it now or you want to come back later? Yeah, let's do it now. Cool. Um, Or not do it now. (laughs) After the break. After the break. All right, well, let's. let's do that and then we'll come back. Peace, y'all. See you soon.